developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Twenty twenty three was a hell of a year with Russia's war on Ukraine and the attack on Israel, which led to a war in Gaza. There was plenty of misery in global headlines. In the United States, Donald Trump just kept racking up lawsuits as Biden's poll numbers wavered, but the economy kept improving. Here in the UK, we managed to at least keep the same Prime Minister for a little while, but inflation wreaked havoc on the economy, and between the aftermath of Brexit and the post-pandemic blues, it was a tough year all round. At The Smart 7, we faithfully report the seven stories you need to know each day at 7am, but before we dive headfirst into another dizzying news cycle for 2024, we wanted to stop, have a look around, and ask some friends of the show what they think the big story stories for this year might be. So we've lined up Marina Perkis from The Troll, Matt Deegan from The Media Podcast and various other enterprises, Will Guyatt, our resident tech expert, and Lauren Layfield, author, broadcaster and meme star for their predictions as to what might lie ahead. So sit back, see if you can find any of that Christmas cake that isn't mouldy and let's hear what's in store for 2024. Grab a cup of something hot, put up your feet and get up to speed on the seven biggest stories of the week. This is the standout seven from the Smart 7. It's news, but not the news. First up in this roundup is one half of, let's say, 2023's Soar Away Success podcast, The Troll. It's Marina Perkis. Marina, how are you doing? I am good. Somewhat exhausted, but all good. All good. Well, I mean, politics never sleeps, does it? It doesn't, and nor do I. There's a lot of elections coming up next year. It's going to be a crazy political year all around the world. But what's your main political prediction for 2024? I think if I was going to put a lot on this, I could put my house on this is the fact that the Tories will continue to tear themselves apart. I think it's going to get even more rabid and right-wing. I think we're going to see lots of throwing under the bus, which will hopefully culminate in a general election, which sees them done, gone, booted out forever. What are your thoughts on the rumoured Johnson-Farage team-up? I don't put it past them. I think they're two absolute charlatans, two chances who who love power for power's sake, and if they think actually that they are a winning duo, which seems to be the feedback from, you know, some small corners of the GB News audience world, then actually it could be something they look to do. And the thing is, they might even pull it off. We've just seen as well that election spending has been increased by, I think it's about 80%. So... It's just opening the floodgates to dark money, which I think those two are quite big fans of. To get more of that in your ears every single week, just search for The Troll wherever you get your podcasts. Now, it wouldn't be a bumper edition of The Smart 7 if we didn't include our favourite resident tech expert, well, our only resident tech expert, Will Guyatt. It won't come as much of a surprise to you to know that we're asking you for your big tech 
prediction of 2024? What you got? I'm feeling a bit Scrooge, actually, because the worst thing about the festive season for me is being asked to make these big predictions. I normally say, come back to me in the first week of a new year, and I'll tell you exactly what to expect, as most of it gets shown at the giant consumer electronics show in Las Vegas. Also, the reality is over the last few years, COVID's affected the supply chain, and there's been a global shortage of semiconductors, and that's really stopped game-changing new tech coming through. But I think in 2024 and beyond, we're going to be seeing some more exciting stuff. And generally, I'm expecting some big announcements coming in the world of battery technology. We need smaller batteries, they need to hold more power, and they need to charge quicker. And these big steps have been made in the world of batteries for cars, and they're soon going to start shaping the consumer kit we have in our homes. For me this year, the launch of Apple's new Vision Pro headset in February or March will kickstart a major push into augmented reality. Forget the metaverse, that was just awful. Uh, at £3,000 or thereabouts, many of us won't actually buy this new first-generation Apple headset, but it will bring new ideas and the world's biggest developers into a new area of technology. And as Apple showed when they finally launched the Apple Watch, all other companies immediately raised their game to compete when Apple stepped into the Awesome. Thanks, Will. We'll catch up with you in a bit. Next up, it's media podcast host Matt Deegan. Matt, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. You spend the year uh, examining media with your fantastically astute beady eye. What is your media prediction for 2024, do you think? So I think we're going to see a bit of a shake-up in the streaming services. Uh, Everyone's reaching kind of peak subscription uh, having you see all that money come out of your bank every month and you think do i need do i need that one anymore um and if you if you're at the bottom end i think that's that's difficult so the kind of paramount plus effect so uh, are they better off living with someone else so uh, rumors that, that they might be acquired by uh, venture capital firms or, or even H, uh, hbo max parent company uh, which is warner brothers discovery uh, i think that's got a good chance so the sort of the second the second division uh, shoving their their stuff together to try and compete with the big boys uh, your netflixes and your disney pluses um, and even with them i think we might see some some movement uh, does you know Netflix has had a variable year but has, has end, ended 2023 pretty well um, but will they do something like acquire Spotify and make it like a super subscription I think there's a a, a, a big shake-up coming on the subscription world about time I would imagine too well, certainly for my wallet yeah and also I think I think People recognise the value of all these services and, and you sort of know what you, you keep and, and what you lose. So if you can create more value or make it more interesting to consumers, I think you've got a better chance of, of keeping them around. Matt, thank you very much. Uh, we'll be hearing from you a bit later on. But for now, if you want to hear more of Matt, you can just search for Media Podcast wherever you get your podcast, one presumes. Yes, absolutely. And Marina, give us a prediction outside the world of politics for just 2024 on planet Earth. What do you, what do you think is going to happen? Fisticuffs with Karen Malone on Jeremy Vine on Channel 5 one day. Is that a challenge? Are you laying down the gauntlet? Do you know what? I reckon she'd actually batter me. Uh, I'd rather not. <laughs> well, you never know. Thanks, Marina. Coming up after the break, we dip into the world of entertainment and a few more 2024 predictions. Right after this... Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. 
the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany, and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live, and move to the UK. Welcome back. time to dip into the world of entertainment now with uh, TV presenter, radio disc jockey and podcast host uh, who hosts the excellent My Next Podcast uh, podcast. It's Laura Layfield. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Very good. Thank you for joining us. Uh, now, what I need from you, Lauren, is for you to dip into your expertise and give me a prediction in, for the world of entertainment, like TV and movies. What are you thinking? Okay. I feel like this year, and you'll know this because you're in the biz, as we say, but it's been a bit of a weird year, hasn't it? And particularly, the, well, the TV world and the film yeah. world because of all the like strikes in, in, in film land. And... I'd love to say that we're past it. I think that the turmoil is going to continue, which is great for our bank balances. Terrible, isn't it? A lot of my TV friends I've just seen are now retraining to be things like teachers and stuff. It's crazy. No. Absolutely not. Oh, my God. It's it's just been really depressing. One thing I think we're going to see, and this always makes me giggle when I I see these things on socials, is um, soaps. Soapland is always a bit nutty now because... I don't know young people who are tuning into Emmerdale's and Corrie's. I don't know many people who are doing that at all. And I feel like they're really having to reach now to make that content uh, sort of more appealing. So I think in 2024, we're going to see one of the soaps branch out into beyond the specials that they're doing. I think there could be like a mini movie that gets made. Wow. Like, like I feel like they're going to start pulling resources to make the best episode of anything we've ever seen before. And it's going to be like an epic, like a 90 minute epic, basically. Well, like Hollyoaks going fast and furious. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Coronation Street is going to go like big budget. Do you know what I mean, it's going to throw everything at the kitchen sink at it. You heard it here first. Laura Layfield's prediction is EastEnders is going to the Oscars. I'd love it. I think they'll put like proper cinematic cameras on it. Get off my red carpet. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think is on the horizon for the general kind of showbiz and celeb world? I'd love to see what's going to happen with Holly Willoughby. And yeah, well, and what's, because she's, I don't, I don't, there's so much to unpack in that whole thing. And I feel like everybody's got an opinion on it. But at the end of the day, I think that she's probably gone away. She's having some time out. But I don't think that's the last we've seen of her. I think she's going to come be, can it? Can't Surely. Be, can she's, I mean, she's still the nation's sweetheart. I mean, aside from everything, she's a terrific broadcaster and, exactly. and brilliant on telly. Do you think then that she's been busy plotting her return or has she just been kind I of like in a jog as watching Netflix like the rest of us? I think she's a smart lady, you know, and I, I think that, like, she is absolute innocence and sweet and rainbows, but I also think she's a canny businesswoman, and I do think behind the scenes, I'm sure she put everything down for a while and was just like, I'm just going to check out, and, you know, she said things about her kids and wanting to kind of, you know, not have them at the centre, so I absolutely would have done the exact same thing, just get out of there for a while. 
think she's probably been out of it now for like a good few months and she's probably now the cogs are turning and going what do I want to return to and what you know what do I want to be and I think there's going to be some kind of reinvention you know maybe is she going to be the new presenter of like Newsnight? Laura Kusenberg, watch out. Alison Harron, watch out. <laughs> Willoughby v, v, v 2.0 is on the way. She could be good for it. Do you know, she could be good for doing intense, you know, everyone would like really like be charmed by her and then she would absolutely like, you know, pull our politicians up on the best of it. So, Lauren, wonderful stuff. Thank you very much. <laughs> Pleasure. Now, well, Guy, back to you. We're going to ask you to take off your uh, your Apple T-shirt for one minute and put on a uh, put on a white lab coat because what I need from you now is a big 2024 science prediction. I've been thinking long and hard about the prediction from the world of science and tech, and I've gone deep into space for this one because 2024 is the beginning of Space Race 2. This time, it's not Russia versus the US. Russia and America are, of course, still involved, but you've got countries like China, India, Japan, most of Europe, and even the UK are getting involved too, alongside some insanely rich folk like Elon Musk and Amazon's Jeff Bezos, whose Blue Origin rocket looks like the most phallic object I've ever seen blasted into space so far. With geopolitical tensions pretty hot on planet Earth right now, this seems to have reawoken the urge for humanity to deeper explore space. And what's different to the 1960s is that private cash is now sloshing around. There's multiple companies literally spraying thousands of satellites into space right now because nobody yet controls the galaxy. NASA are getting ready to send astronauts around the moon again in 2024 for the first time since the 1970s, and even Pakistan are getting in on the act with a lunar orbiter called Ice Cube Q. Perhaps it's time for Babylon Zoo to re-release that song as well. Will, don't be ridiculous, the verses of that were awful. To wrap things up, we asked Lauren, Matt and Will to give us a prediction outside of their comfort zone. What do they think is going to happen in general in 2024? First up, let's head back to Matt Deegan. Matt, media aside, what are your predictions for 2024? Give me your biggest one. Well, I find it quite hard to even escape the media bubble. I think like me- the media is sort of everything. Uh, and uh, maybe a little broadening it slightly for you is uh, social networks. So uh, Twitter... I'm a huge Twitter fan. I've, I've loved Twitter. I was one of the first Twitter users. My Twitter username is at Matt. I'm very fortunate. Um, but I think I think we're going to have to say rest in peace, Twitter. Um, it's too weird. It's too 4chan It's too um, racist. Uh, it's too awful. And as we go into an American election, I feel like it's only going to get worse. So we sort of have to all declare Twitter bankruptcy, even if uh, we still sort of like it. Personally, I think Threads has got a great chance. Um, it's owned by, uh, obviously, Facebook, uh, Meta's, uh, Meta being the parent company. We thought Mark Zuckerberg was bad before Elon Musk came along. So we're running back into Mark's arms. That's where I'm putting my chips, my social media chips for 2024. Thanks, Matt. Lauren, stepping away from uh, media land and TV and showbiz and film and whatnot, what's your general uh, prediction for 2024? What do you think is going to happen in the world? Are we in for a good year? No, it's going to be chaos. Uh, Next year, I mean, it's been chaos for however many years now. Next year, I think it's going to be, it's, it's general election next year, right? Yeah. So it's going to be horrendous. I, I was listening to it the other day and already there was like fighting talk starting to happen. Yeah. You know, bringing back that chat about how we've had to drag, 
you know, the country's economics away from what Labour left us in all of those years ago. Yeah. I'm obviously remaining completely politically neutral on this chat, um, but I think it's going to get really, really hairy and really, really, really gross. So look forward to that, guys. It's not going to be pleasant. But Lauren, thank you so much. That has been my absolute pleasure. It's lovely to come on. And back to our tech expert, Will Guy, for the final time. Will, give us a random 2024 prediction. I don't think 2023 was in any way a vintage year for gaming. And weirdly, we've just had the gaming event of 2025 revealed as we've got the long-awaited Grand Theft Auto 6 trailer. But for me, my big gaming prediction for 2024 is a brand new console from Nintendo. That's a long-awaited successor to the insanely successful Nintendo Switch, that hybrid home-slash-portable console that debuted way back in March 2017, or what feels like seven Prime Ministers ago. We know that Nintendo was showing game developers demos running on this mysterious new console earlier this year at the Gamescom event in Germany, and rumours are abound that many top developers are now creating games for the new system, with the view of a launch later in 2024 in time for Black Friday in the US and the important Christmas season in the Europe and the UK. This sounds cool, man. What do we know about it? What are the details? Give us give us more info. Not much yet, but rumours suggest it will keep the same hybrid form factor as the current Switch. And those who say they've seen games running on the system suggest it will be closer to the PS4 and Xbox One in power than the latest generation of consoles, but will use some clever techniques to make its visuals comparable to its new rivals. This time next year, I'll be patting myself on the back for this prediction between games on my new Nintendo. Will, get yourself over here. I'll give you a pat on the back right now. There you go, fella. So there you have it, 2024 in a 16-minute-long nutshell. As ever, we're back tomorrow, 7 a.m., seven days a week. Should we do it all again? Why not? See you then. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes, we'll give you the world.